Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. To the streets of D.C. for the 50th March for Life. I'm Scott Gelman. Bad news for supporters of a Virginia abortion ban as a Republican turns against it. I'm Nick Ainelli. The chairman of the Maryland 529 College Savings Board stepping down will tell you why Google lays off 12,000 employees. Good Saturday morning, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mayor Rubin in New York. Google is handing out 12,000 pink slips, slashing 6% of the workforce. KPIX-TV Sean Chitness reports it's being called resizing. Former EDD director Michael Burnick points out that recent layoffs are largely the result of over-hiring during the pandemic. I think we're going to continue to see more layoffs. More layoffs worry workers like Hammond. For his daughter and other children like her, if a parent can't find more work immediately, they won't be able to stay here without a green card. If I lose a job, I have to go and pack everything and right away and take her along with me. The layoffs at Google come after Microsoft and Amazon also announced job cuts this week. Regarding the debt ceiling, President Biden said he's open to an honest debate with Republicans on spending and taxes. One of the things that's going to be a big issue in dealing with the national debt that could, if we don't meet our national debt and renege in the first time, we have a calamity that exceeds anything that's ever happened financially in the United States. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tweeted he accepts the president's invitation to talk about raising the debt ceiling. General Mark Milley in Germany met with Western defense officials and said the fighting is expected to intensify in the spring. CBS's Chanel Call. There is no end in sight for Russia's war against Ukraine. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff saying a negotiation may be the only way to end the violence. For this year, it would be very, very difficult to militarily eject the Russian forces from all, every inch of Ukrainian-occupied, or uh, Russian-occupied Ukraine. Russia invaded almost 11 months ago, and a steady supply of international aid has helped Ukraine frustrate its invaders. Elon Musk took the stand in the class action lawsuit over his tweet that he lined up the financing to take Tesla private, a deal that never happened. KPIX-TV reporter Wilson Walker was in the courtroom in San Francisco. The plaintiffs need to convince a jury that it was the tweet that cost them their money. That's why the previous witnesses included angry Tesla investors and a business expert who described the whole situation as highly unusual. Lastly, Elon Musk has appeared in court before we know he's willing to wrangle with attorneys and we saw a bit of that questioning the premise of questions throwing out some quips even laughing a little bit it was an interesting prelude to what will come on monday on monday musk will take the stand again to answer more questions the justice department is investigating the abbott laboratory's infant formula plant in sturgis michigan the plant was nobody should have to pay for one size fits all insurance coverage Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. This is Ryan Blaney, driving number 12 discount tire Ford Mustang. Ever wonder what gives me a winning edge? A quick pit stop to check your tires can go a long way, whether you're driving on the track or just on the road. Properly maintained tires handle better in all weather conditions and provide you with safe stopping power. Do a safety check on your tread depth at home or go online and book a tire inspection appointment. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. WTOP at 103. 
It's Saturday morning. We made it to the weekend, everybody. Finally, January 21st, 2023. Clear to partly cloudy overnight, early morning. Very cold. Low in the 20s and 30s by daybreak. Most of the area. We're 39 right now. A good Saturday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your very early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. New this morning on WTOP, we have an update for you now. We would begin the ride on D.C. English teacher Keenan Anderson, who died after repeatedly being shocked with a stun gun by Los Angeles police out west after a traffic stop early this month. Attorneys working on behalf of Anderson's five-year-old son, I filed a $50 million claim, now formally, for damages against L.A. Civil rights attorney Carl Douglas says officers hammered Anderson. He was a flower just beginning to bloom. But the LAPD, unfortunately, was a hammer. So really, is there any wonder when they treated that flower like it was a nail? Legal experts say the claim is required before the family can actually sue Los Angeles police for civil rights violations. Anderson was also a cousin of co-founder of a co-founder of Black Lives Matters, we're told. Also new this morning, the chairman of the Maryland 529 board word coming that he has formally stepped down just this week. Peter Siragatis submitted his resignation just a day after being grilled by state lawmakers over hundreds of families claims that they could not access their college savings plan accounts. Now, in a statement, Maryland 529 says this morning that Vice Chairman Jeffrey Newman will serve as the interim board chair. A new chairperson will be elected at the board meeting next month in February. WTOP at 105. Thousands of abortion rights opponents descending on the National Mall Friday for the 50th annual March for Life. This one, however, a little different, as you might imagine. It was actually the first time the event has happened since the Supreme Court overturned the right to an abortion. I thought Roe v. Wade stood next to all the decisions that could not be touched. That's Vincent, who stood quietly on the sidewalk here in front of the Supreme Court as thousands of abortion rights opponents marched and yelled in the street. Rick traveled from Texas to attend the march. This is an absolute sign of love. This is just pure love on display for America and for America's children. Abortion rights opponents stopped by the Capitol and the Supreme Court while abortion rights supporters watched on with signs. Near the Supreme Court in downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Meantime, bad news for supporters who proposed abortion banned in Virginia. A Republican state senator in Virginia has turned against that idea. This is a bill that would ban most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, except in cases of rape, incest, or when the life of the mother is at stake. Republican Senator Siobhan Donovan asked for another exception to be added. That would allow an exception until 24 weeks for a severe fetal anomaly. The bill's sponsor, Republican Senator Steve Newman, said no. I would rather just keep my bill the way it is. Donovan went on to say that she would wouldn't be supporting the bill without that exception. It's bad news for Republicans who can't afford to lose any votes on this in the Senate, which is narrowly controlled by Democrats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 107 Saturday morning. Locally, a middle school student says he she was sexually assaulted inside a school bathroom in Fairfax County eight days ago. WTOP's Megan Clority has new details Saturday morning on this investigation. Fairfax County Police are reviewing school security footage, conducting interviews, and working with Fairfax County Schools to learn more about a girl's reported sexual assault inside a bathroom at Frost Middle School during the school day last week. 
quote, this is difficult news to comprehend, and I understand there may be shock, fear, and anxiety. Superintendent of Fairfax County Schools Michelle Reed says in a letter that was emailed home to parents co-written with Principal Anthony Harris. The school's adding counselors and additional adult support, including security in the building. And the letter says, quote, we will also be implementing a buddy system for when students go to the bathroom or leave the classroom. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's Saturday, January 21st. We made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome in. Glad you're with us at WTOP this early hour. 108 to be Michael exact. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. I think I dispute that. We have been way too busy for early on a Saturday morning, Dino, and it's not getting any better. We start in Maryland. New crash activity, this courtesy of Charles County Sheriff's Office, Crane Highway. Shut down southbound at Plaza Drive for an auto accident. This may involve a medevac helicopter with caution. And to get expect delays, 301 Crane Highway southbound shut down at Plaza Drive through Waldorf for the crash activity and the ongoing response. I believe northbounders should be able to get by. Elsewhere in Maryland, 95 BW Parkway 270 remain quiet. On 50 across the Bay Bridge at last report, we had wind warnings on the Bay Bridge. Have not had an update on that in a while. But all lanes are apparently available, though most of my cameras have gone 90 by on the, on the Bay Bridge this morning. On... Route 80 in in Frederick County through Urbana, or near it anyway, Route 80, Fingerboard Road, both directions between Roderick Road and Parks Mill Road. The crash activity and the investigation lanes are all blocked. In Virginia, the Capitol Beltway interloop after Arlington Boulevard, two to the left, getting by the work zone, and then near the Dulles Toll Road with caution. I think a single through lane getting by, I think that's going to send you over to the right as you try to get toward McLean and on toward the American Legion Bridge. If you need the Dulles Toll Road, line it up to the left, in each case doing so extremely cautious near exit 45. On I-66, eastbound and westbound, I believe we've got work both directions between 28 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. You may have a left lane getting by in each direction. Certainly, eastbounders are down to a, knee, uh, a lane we, to the left. On 66, across the top of the Capitol Beltway, westbounders, single right past the work zone. The ramp to get you into the express lanes on 66 westbound is shut down. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Mostly sunny skies for your Saturday with a bit of a breeze out there today. Temperatures in the mid to upper 40s with morning lows in the 30s. For tomorrow, skies become cloudy with rain moving in during the midday and afternoon hours. And then continuing Sunday evening into the overnight hours, ending early Monday morning. High temperatures tomorrow in the low to mid-40s. On Monday, blustery winds gusting up to 30, even close to 40 miles an hour at times, and highs in the low to mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, we are at 41 degrees in Hyattsville, Fredericksburg, and Foggy Bottom, down to 39 and holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, January 21st. It's the weekend, everybody. We have finally made it. This check on WTOP this early hour, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 111 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. This is WTOP News. 
Let's talk tech stuff now. Touch screens are everywhere these days in our pockets with smartphones, tablets. Even when you actually go to the store, you may find yourself tapping the screen to make that purchase. But laptops and desktop computers have largely stayed with traditional screens with the exceptions of a few Microsoft models. Now, Apple might actually make that move, potentially popularizing it even more. Sierra Oviday, writer of the Tech Friend newsletter at the Washington Post, spoke with Dimitri. For about 10 years, there have been Windows computers, Windows laptops mostly, with touchscreens, and they haven't been super popular. About 80% of new laptops sold in the United States last year had regular screens, non-touchscreens. And the reality is they cost a bit more. Some people love them, and other people sort of don't see the point of having a, a laptop that you can operate with your fingers the way you do your smartphone. What are a couple of questions you should ask yourself? I, I see in your article you ran things down like, you know, are you going to sit at a desk and use this thing for a long time? What are the yeah. uh, the pros and cons? Yeah, I think uh, how you use your computer is a big one. So, again, keep in mind that a touchscreen laptop is generally going to cost more, right? So if you have a limited budget, think about where you want to spend your money and, you know, my colleagues are sort of specialized in computer advice. One thing they told me is, look, if, you, if you're going to spend money, you probably want to spend it on something like RAM, which is sort of the, the immediate access memory on your laptop that's going to make the computer feel zippier, especially if you're not totally sold on the benefits of a touchscreen laptop. And the other consideration is if you're working at a desk a lot, you're probably not really going to want to reach out and touch the laptop a bunch. It's sort of, it puts a lot of strain on your arm. It's a little bit of an awkward movement compared to um, using a mouse or using a touchpad. So those are really things to consider is how much you're going to use it at, at a desk versus how much you might use it, you know, perched on your lap or sprawled on a sofa. Could the generations behind us, kids who have used touchscreens since almost before they could walk, will they demand touchscreen laptops as adults? I think that's the big question. Question, right, that we've all seen that phenomenon of kids who try to reach out and touch the TV screen or um, anything with a screen, they assume that it has, uh, that it, that they can touch it and operate it that way. And there is something very natural about doing that for both grown-ups and for kids who kind of grew up with smartphones and tablets. So I think that's going to be the big question going forward is as people who grew up using phones and tablets at, from, you know, the, the very beginning of life, as they grow up, enter the workplace, go to college, are they going to demand to have touchscreen laptops in addition to touchscreen phones and tablets? and other devices. I have one last question. As somebody who obsessively wipes down his laptop with a, uh, you know, Clorox wipe, uh, what about smudges and gunk on our screens? I guess that's something else you have to think about. How tolerant are you of that? Yeah, the, it, this may not be for you then because it is true <laughs> that touchscreen laptops, they tend to be a bit glossier than a smartphone, right? So they do, they do tend to show things like fingerprint smudges and other dirt a little bit more prominently. So if you're finicky about that, maybe go for a conventional computer screen. From the tech world, that's Shira Ovaday talking computers. She's the writer of the Tech Friend newsletter at the Washington Post. In a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is WTOP. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
College basketball on a Friday night saw VCU knock off Richmond 74-62. Rams continue to play good ball, improving to 15-5 and overall, 6-1 and in Atlantic 10 play. Saturday, big divisional playoff day as Jacksonville visiting the Chiefs in the NFL. Kickoff at 4.30 on paper. Chiefs, one of the favorites to win the whole thing, favored by 8.5. Later on at 8.15 from Philadelphia, Giants visiting the Eagles. And Sunday, Bengals-Bills. That's highly anticipated at 3 o'clock. And also San Francisco getting the Dallas Cowboys again. San Fran knocked them out of the postseason last year. Rematch at 6.30 Sunday night from San Francisco. Commanders one day would love to compete for a uh, Lombardi trophy. Not this year. They're trying to fill the vacant offensive coordinator position. They've interviewed several candidates, and now they're set to interview another one next week. Reportedly, Rams assistant head coach, Thomas Brown will uh, interview with the commanders for that OC opening. Former WNBA MVP Brianna Stewart is going to meet with the Seattle Storm, New York Liberty, Minnesota Lynx, and the Washington Mystics once the league's free agency period opens up Saturday night at midnight. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. New on WTOP, a teenager has been arrested, accused of stealing a car from a woman who uses a cane. A 15-year-old is facing a charge of strong-arm carjacking. Montgomery County police say on Thursday morning, a woman was moving down a handicap ramp with a walker and some packages near Century Commons in Germantown. The teen offered to help, put the packages in the trunk of the woman's car, then snatched her keys and drove away. The woman fell during this, breaking her walker. Police saw the car a short time later and after a chase made an arrest. Arrest. The 15-year-old, whose name has not been released, is being held by Juvenile Services. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The top stories we're following on WTOP. So far, no dates officially yet, but we're now expecting President Joe Biden and New House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to meet soon on raising the debt limit by this spring. Meantime, Janet Yellen is now this week responding to a potential plan from House Republicans detailing steps the U.S. can take if the government is actually unable to reach that deal on raising the debt limit. We'll let you know what the results there were. And a few Marines have been arrested, we're told, for taking part in the January 6th Capitol riot. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. With this message for veterans... You see smoke on the horizon. You turn on WTOP. Because WTOP is first with the news when seconds count. Day or night, our reporters are live on the scene when news happens. We're here in Delray. Breaking news from Reston. We're in Hyattsville. So whether it's a fire or some other breaking story, you'll be up to date. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. We start in Charles County, Maryland with a serious crash in Waldorf 301. Now both directions shut down near St. Patrick's Drive and Plaza Drive. This is because of the crash and now a medevac helicopter inbound, apparently about to land, if not already landing now, on the roadway on 301. Serious crash and there's going to be a lot more response, so expect delays. On 301, both directions now shut down near St. Patrick's Drive and Plaza Drive for the crash and the medevac response. Elsewhere in Maryland, Capitol Beltway, there had been a report of a crash interloop near Branch Avenue with caution for what may be in the roadway. On 95 and on the BW Parkway, we are good. In Virginia, the Capitol Beltway, 
Oy. The inner loop after Arlington Boulevard, two left lanes getting by that work zone. The bigger one is going to be near the Dulles Toll Road with a at least one lane getting by to the right to get by the work zone. If you need the, the Dulles Toll Road, again, stay to the left, but doing so in each case with extreme caution. On 66, both eastbound and westbound near 28 Centerville, we had work zone activity blocking the right side in each case, both eastbound and westbound. And in the district, earlier crash activity on the freeway is now gone. All travel lanes are open on DC 295 and on I-295. No reported delays. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Starting off the weekend with temperatures in the low to mid-30s and throughout the day today, we'll have mostly sunny skies. After the sun comes up, your sunrise today right around 720 with the sunset almost at 520. A bit of a breeze out there today with highs in the mid to upper 40s. To date, we're the third warmest January on record. For tomorrow, a dry start with rain moving in during the midday and afternoon hours and then continuing on your Sunday evening, coming to an end very early Monday morning, ending around 7, 8 a.m. at the latest. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. This is WTOP News. Good news for Metro riders. Wait times for Metro trains might soon be going down. Metro is getting the green light, we're told, to continue inspecting and reintroducing its suspended 7,000 series trains. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission telling the agency that it can start increasing the pace of inspections, they think, which are meant to identify any unsafe wheel movement after that 2021 derailment. Metro will now inspect the cars every seven days. Maryland Governor Wes Moore has met his first deadline in his new job this week, unveiling his initial budget as the state's chief executive. The governor calls it ambitious, and yet he also says... We are going to be fiscally responsible. This will be smaller than last year's budget, and it braces for a potential economic downturn. But it also makes long-needed investments to position us for long-term growth. There's more money for education and transportation. We need to have a transportation system that allows people to get from where they live to where opportunity lies. Jesse Pippia Frederick's the number two Republican in the House, and he says he's worried about cuts to some public safety programs. Uh, you know, there's a little concern. Um, obviously, uh, we want to give the administration an opportunity to deliver on some of the promises that were made. Though the governor does tout increases in other aspects of public safety. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. Racist and anti-Semitic writing was found in multiple high schools locally in Loudoun County, with Leesburg Police now launching a full-fledged investigation Police say that hateful writing was found in a bathroom locally in Loudoun County High School this week. And racist writing was found apparently in a bathroom at Heritage High also this week. In a statement, the Leesburg Police Department says there is no place in our society for this type of hateful behavior. They are said to be working with Loudoun County Police and schools, the public school system, to investigate the matter fully. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Providing health care to people who need it most. That's the simple but powerful purpose behind Doctors Without Borders. We treat wounded people in war zones, care for malnourished children, and provide safe reproductive health care. We're on the ground in emergencies from Ukraine to Afghanistan. We put patients first. 
and we go where we're needed most. Because at Doctors Without Borders, we believe people deserve to be treated with compassion and dignity. We treat our patients completely free of charge and without regard to race, religion, or politics. Doctors Without Borders has provided free, life-saving medical care for over 50 years. And thanks to the 6 million people around the world who support our work, Doctors Without Borders will continue to put our patients first. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. The Dow gained 331 points Friday. The Nasdaq up more than 2.5%. Google is cutting 12,000 jobs, and it could affect jobs in D.C. and Reston, where it still lists more than 200 job openings. Existing home sales fell for the 11th straight month in December, reaching the slowest pace of sales in 12 years. Alexandria Restaurant Week is now underway with 80 restaurants through January 29th. Fairfax City Restaurant Week will begin March 6th. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. We didn't know what to expect. We were just, just left in a hotel. My mom was doing drugs in the house. Tay and Brianna spent years of their childhood in homes that weren't safe. They were placed in foster care and longed for a permanent, loving home. I didn't know what my future was. I wouldn't speak to anyone. I was afraid of everything. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Brianna and Tay were adopted and now feel excited about their futures. I'm studying to be a chef and I really want to travel the world. I'm going to be a mechanic, and I can focus on my career. Right now, in the United States, there are more than 100,000 children in foster care, just like Brianna and Tay, who need a family now. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. You're listening to WTOP News. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? their age, the way they speak. Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? 